0: Here's a quick word from our sponsor.
1: Vercel is the platform for front-end developers, providing the speed and reliability innovators need to create at the moment of inspiration. Founded by the creators of Next.js, Vercel has zero configuration support for 35 plus front-end frameworks, including SvelteKit. We enable the world's largest brands like Under Armour, eBay, and Nintendo to iterate faster and create quality software. Try out Vercel today to experience the easiest way to use Svelte.
2: Welcome
0: to Svelte Radio. Hey everyone, it's K-Dog the cool guy that is co-hosting Svelte Radio with my two beautiful uh, co-hosts, Brittany and Anthony. Hello.
3: Hello. Every week now you come up with this new great intro and I just die like <laughs> right away.
0: <laughs> it's funny. It's you know? It is.
3: It's great. And
0: we're also joined by Anthony's <laughs> Bebe.
3: We have another guest today. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. She, she probably doesn't know that much Svelte. But um, <laughs> we'll and, Anthony an more eye than eye. makes up for it.
4: <laughs> but she can definitely make noise, so that's good. Yeah. this
0: yep. is audio. All right. So welcome, everyone. Uh, today, we're, we don't have a guest today, but we, we're going we're to talk a bit about the upcoming Svelte Summit conference. And uh, we're going to go through the talks. And we have some pretty interesting ones. Before that, um, Maybe we can talk a bit about what Svelte Summit is um, for those that haven't heard that before. Uh, So Svelte Summit is a conference that we do twice a year, virtually this year. Last year, we did an in-person one, but so there will be more of those in the future at some point. But yeah, Brittany and I, we will be the Masters of Ceremony. So we will guide you through the conference. um, Oh, the conference is on May 6th. That's yeah, pretty important, right? That is yeah. important. It's free. You can catch it on YouTube. So just show up and uh, and enjoy.
3: And we'll be live streaming all day, right? How long yeah. is this one set to be?
0: This one is probably going to be a bit shorter than the other ones, which I think is good. Uh, <laughs> I'm the, breathing the, a sigh
3: of relief. <laughs> like 12 yeah, hours so, sitting in front of the camera is a bit much.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the older ones have been pretty long um, mm-hmm. and you tend to get very tired after after the whole day, but there have been great great talks, great great interesting discussions and stuff. And yeah, so so let's go let's go through the the speakers here. So last week we had uh, Andreas on who created Superforms, and he's also going to do a short lightning talk on Superforms at Svelte Summit. So we can Thanks. see some potentially new cool features or some old features or. I don't know. Next,
3: exciting entered yeah. into the hackathon too, right?
0: Yep, yep. Have you uh, have you guys tried it yet?
3: I have not. I don't get to play with no. SmartKit very much. Ah, uh, uh, I see. Unfortunately, I see. yeah, I do like in my app the component library, but not like, to publish anything. So I don't. Really yeah, exactly. Get to do a lot with it.
0: No, that makes sense. I I think that like. You can probably try it now with an, with another Svelte hackathon submission called Svelte, right? Yeah, very easily, probably as well. So maybe that's something you could you could do. It's actually very nice once you once you tried it. Which well, you heard you it? heard, I mean, you heard all about it last week. So
3: we skipped all the way down the list, but that's also a talk at Svelte Summit. <laughs>
0: It's, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, and and uh, so also, the, these aren't in any particular order, like the schedule isn't out yet. So stay tuned for that. Um, Should be out
3: before w- the podcast yes, comes out. Yes.
0: That is true. When this is released, the schedule will be out. <laughs> but the schedule isn't in the order that we're talking about the talks, if that makes sense. <laughs>
3: We're confusing the audience today.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. Sorry about that. Yeah, next up, um, I'm doing a talk called State of the Society, which I haven't I haven't really done one of those before, but I thought I'd I'd do that. And so talking about what we've accomplished so far and the the upcoming stuff that we have planned and uh, things like that. So that'll be fun. I'm really excited to hear
3: this. It might be a continuation of Swix's talk at Spelt Summit last year, where he was talking about how far we've come and like how Spelt Society like helped that grow. And now you'll talk about the future.
0: Yeah, but, well, we'll see. It's probably not going to be as good as his talk because his <laughs> talk was great. So, oh come on, and he's a really good speaker as well. So,
3: <laughs> believe in but yourself. Yeah. You can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I shall. I shall.
3: Channel Bert. <laughs>
0: Oh, that, that's a good idea. Did you You see his talk at Svelte London?
3: I didn't, but I need to go back and watch it. It was at the same time I was doing something else yesterday. So
0: I, I started watching it. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish watching it later today. It was very, very interesting as usual. It's Burt after all. So
3: (laughs) yeah, always great.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so what's next here? We have, we have
3: Get your keyboard out of your way with Svelte. I love the title.
0: Yep. Why prototyping with Svelte is faster. Why Svelte's approach to abstractions and removing boilerplate is categorically better, a better model for faster iteration and stronger applications. Sounds like a showcase for why you should use Svelte.
3: Yes. And why it increases performance and developer experience.
0: Yep. And this talk is by Mnudge, who wants to be uh, semi anonymous, I think. So we'll, we'll hide okay. his, his his real name if anyone knows it. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we have a we have a one of the maintainers doing a talk. Uh, Jeff Rich is doing a talk called "Supercharge Your Apps Animation with View Transitions."
3: And I wonder if we got a sneak preview to this one at all with one of his posts recently, he did like a whole view transitions API thing with Svelte and it's really exciting. I'm super excited to see this.
0: Yeah. I, I, I have some vague memory of him doing, uh, like a, maybe it's the same thing, but he did like a video watching website for one of the older Svelte summits, I don't know if this is the same. Same oh, one.
3: okay. I, I don't remember what the demo was of, but I remember there was a nav bar and like you would click and to the different page and it would stay like where you were on the page.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, this might be different. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. The view transitions API, is just so cool. I, 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 I just wish Safari and Firefox implemented them so we can like use it now. Well, I mean, we can use it now since it's progressively enhanced, but I think um, everyone gets the benefit.
4: Safari has just launched web container support, so you know. I was
3: just gonna say that.
0: (laughs) Me too.
4: (laughs) It's like Safari catch-up time. Well, you know, I steal some thunder because obviously a bit quieter than normal on this one.
3: So we talked to Adam Argyle yesterday on the Coding Cat Dev Podcast, and we were talking about some of the things that historically Safari has been a little bit behind on. And lately, it's been more Firefox that's really been lagging on some of the features and like has support is not in Firefox yet and Safari is really starting to catch up but web containers was one of those things that they had not had yet and then I got off the podcast opened my email web containers in Safari for StackBlitz I was like (laughs) perfect timing
0: yeah yeah so so I th- I think what they the the Safari team has they have really improved in like mm-hmm. shipping features lately. I think we've talked about this as well a couple of oh, times. Yeah. Um, I always
3: shout but, out Jen Simmons because she seems to be doing amazing yeah. over there, just really getting everything. Adam had a spicy take that he he's like they just wait until everyone else has tested and done all the work, and then they like just push out features, which is valid.
0: <laughs> kind of makes sense. I mean the The company behind uh, behind Safari and WebKit, they don't have a lot of money, so uh, yeah, not. I mean, not no. any
3: money at all. Like no, they're just a small no. little
0: yeah, just like <laughs> the third, the world's third largest company or something. They yeah. don't have any money. No, but uh, <laughs> in in all seriousness, like it's. I I kind of I'm I'm a bit worried that Firefox is going to disappear because of this.
4: Yeah, um, I think. it Well, I think it I, Mozilla is the one with no money, isn't it?
3: And they've been struggling, yeah. and they've had lots yeah. of cuts. And
0: yeah, the the Mozilla thing is kind of interesting in general. Like they they have all these like weird side projects, and that they're like investing in. Have you seen this? Like there's Google? always like yeah, yeah, but they don't have the money for it. So
3: yeah, which is <laughs> so the, interesting.
0: It's it's always like on on Hacker News. There's always discussions about um, like. How how they should invest more in in the core business of Mozilla, which is Firefox, yeah. But they they have all these other these other things. I anyway. did not
3: know that they had other side projects, but that is interesting. They yeah. should probably be focusing on the business that makes them money.
0: Mm-hmm. I just think like they that's the only thing they should do. It should be like the best browser ever. That's basically it.
3: I have used Firefox. I know Rich does too. I've used it for years and I still prefer their CSS tools over Chrome and other browsers.
0: Same, same. Like I use, I use, try to use Firefox for, for, for things, but I, I always like have to switch and it gets frustrating after a time.
3: Really starting to try more of the um, browsers that have multi- emulations in them, like polypane. I want to check that out yep. for work, especially when you want to check like browser support across multiple ones. So I don't know, I might be branching out.
4: I use Firefox full time now, so. Really? Um, yeah, I didn't, it's, you know, it's fine. I don't see any problem with it really. The I Svelte guess, um, team
3: is just going to keep it alive. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> All 10 of you, were 50. To... No, there, how, how many maintainers are there now? It's like 20?
4: I think, I think there might be something like 30, but um, it's hard to say because, um, you know, there's not a lot of active maintainers. There's,
3: People there's, come and there's go. More,
4: yeah, well, there's more historical maintainers that obviously, you know, pop up from time to time. And it just depends on what they're working, what they, where their jobs lead them and stuff. So
3: yeah.
4: um, they're not always actively contributing. But, you know, actively now we probably have about 15, which is pretty impressive, for about half, because it's, um, we've had a, a couple of new ones recently.
0: So you mentioned uh, Polypane, um, and that's a paid product, right? Uh, there's yeah, also there's not. also one called Responsely, which is open source and does kind of the same thing. I don't know if you've I tried it. I do
3: have that one on my Windows computer, and I've used that one, yep.
0: It's it's not as polished, but...
3: I was like, like does it emulate like Safari and all of them?
0: N- no, but I, I don't think Polypane does either. Like, it's oh, just I Chrome... Thought-
3: it it said you can emulate like other operating systems browsers, so oh. I th- I think like it has that feature where you can like see it in Safari, and I don't know how it does that. I'm sure it like has some like way that it's like capping that with JavaScript and CSS, like just. Oh,
0: well, there you go. I guess <laughs> that's that's very valuable, right? Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, I guess we we get back to the uh, to the such talks, um, anyone wanna, wanna grab this one?
3: Yeah, um, Svelte Kit and I-1-A-N or internationalization, let's finally solve this never ending story. N- that reminded me of the movie, Never Ending Story. Did you see that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that the one with the with the big dragon?
3: Yes, the big white yeah. dragon. I don't remember yeah. the name of it. I, I may need to get my kids to oh. watch that. Yeah. I just totally went on a tangent about a movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so this talk it's it's basically about solving internationalization for SvelteKit or Svelte. I guess Ivan e- Eva, Hofer, the the guy that uh, is doing the talk, he uh, he created like a I think he created a project called TypeScript i eighteen n or something like that. Okay. Um. Which is very nice. Oh, it's called TypeSafe i eighteen n.
3: This is one of those problems that the core team has said that is very hard to solve correct yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah probably way way harder than you would think from from the like just looking at it Mm -hmm. briefly like there's 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 not just the fact that you have to translate stuff right it's also like for example like just between the US and Europe, right? We have time zones. Those those are different. We we have yeah. no idea what Pacific time is, for example, or or like 1 pound to kilos, that's something else. You have to to kind of convert. And the way that you speak about time and all of these things, they differ around the world, which makes this Probably an it's impossible kind of problem culture. to solve. Yeah, like yeah. you
3: have to think about culture in so many different ways.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I think I suspect that like he he works with pages like I I think he works in a country where you have to do websites that are multilingual. So I think it I I think it makes sense that they would be interested in solving this. I would be as well. Like, I would love to be able to write, like, like a Swedish website and have English as well or the other way around.
3: Yeah, Yeah. and the description says that if we take a look at the kit issue board, the two most commented open issues are those that are internationalization related. So over 330 comments that you can expect for the demand for an official solution. And that's... I mean, it's needed. It's just hard to solve. Yeah,
0: <laughs> honestly, I think I think the way to get Svelte to grow massively is have like a proper internationalization solution that is very good. Do other everyone frameworks would have it.
3: that? Does Next have that?
0: I don't think it's built in, right? Yeah. There, there's probably like a React.
3: There's libraries, but yeah, not yeah, like unofficially.
0: Yeah, mm. I do, I don't think Angular has it either. I don't think. I don't think any of them has it. But th- then it's also, the, the issue isn't just like translating. You, you have to store the translation somewhere, right? So your CMS has to also support it, right? Because you have to oh. store each value in multiple languages and stuff. Or yeah. that's how, how I zoom it works. I'm, I'm not an expert in this, so I don't know. Interesting. But yeah. yeah. So that's that's going to be fun uh, to, to that see. That will be what an interesting talk. Very Marine. Next up, we have Intelligent Svelte, Unleashing AI with Reactivity. This sounds oh, like- Oh, we had to get like
3: AI in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, so learn how to harness the power of Svelte and SvelteKit to create elegant AI-driven experiences. Svelte stores, streaming endpoints, and Python endpoints through preprocessors. Those are magic you can only find in Svelte. So that's going to be interesting. Writing Python.
3: Python. Input, I, is, yeah.
0: I assume it's it's going to be instead of JavaScript in like the so that would be like the plus page dot server file would be a plus page dot
3: server dot like you just hit a Python server or do you no, create no, the Python I, file in in the SvelteKit app
0: in the SvelteKit app? That's what I think this is going to be like. What? So so instead of writing JavaScript for your endpoints, you you write Python. So we'll interesting. We'll, we'll see. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I wonder what AI engine they're using.
0: Uh, who who knows? <laughs> and how how does AI get into this? Like what what's the how does it, Is it like all copilot,
3: connect? like telling you how to code in Visual Studio Code or
0: I guess we'll see in a week.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll find out.
0: Here's a quick word from our sponsor.
1: Vercel is the platform for front-end developers, providing the speed and reliability innovators need to create at the moment of inspiration. Founded by the creators of Next.js, Vercel has zero configuration support for 35-plus front-end frameworks, including SvelteKit. We enable the world's largest brands, like Under Armour, eBay, and Nintendo, to iterate faster and create quality software. Try out Vercel today to experience the easiest way to use Svelte
3: and next up we have skeleton which is one of my favorite libraries that we have in the Svelte ecosystem it's a powerful ui toolkit for Svelte with tailwind and chris simmons is going to be talking about that and showing it off and we just had another person join in. Hey, SWIX, how's it going?
2: Hello, hello. Uh, it's going well. Welcome. How's everyone doing? Yeah, sorry, I've been uh, a bit in and out recently, uh, especially because I moved to San Francisco and now everything is three hours earlier. <laughs> well,
3: We're glad to have you back. We'll have to rethink the time that we actually record <laughs> Yes,
0: yes. It's so difficult so,
3: because we're spread out all around the world. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we well, never know right where ahead. you are. Once one week yeah, you're I, in Singapore, yeah. next week yeah, you're I, in New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: but it makes my, my, it it
0: makes it exciting.
2: Yes, it, it will be fun when I move to Hawaii. And like this recording is like two a.m. in the morning. Oh wait,
3: <laughs> you're moving to Hawaii? No, 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 I'm no, not. No, no. Okay. I,
2: was, I do. I did have a time <laughs> at Netlify where I just pieced out and moved to moved to Hawaii. Um, that was very fun.
3: Oh, fun! Yeah, <laughs> I would love bad. to live in Hawaii. Oh, that place is insane. <laughs> What island were you on?
2: Um, Honolulu. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know which island that is. I think that's Oahu. That
3: I've never been to Oahu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Word. So, so it was, it was basically like Words. you wake up early in the morning, you do meetings, you do work, and then, uh, then like lunchtime you, after lunch, you can just like go for a dive.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's incredible. <laughs> it doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what have you been up to? Oh, sorry. Uh.
2: What have I been up to? I've been uh, diving deep on AI world, uh, you know, since, uh, since last year, have been uh, going deeper. As of right now, I have, uh, I'm I'm currently what I call AI unemployed, which is that period of time for a lot of people where they realize that whatever they're working on doesn't matter as much as getting up to speed on AI stuff. Um, And having a job actively gets in the way of that. Therefore, you, you choose to, to take the leap. And, and I think that's what uh, a lot of people have been doing. Um, so I have started a separate podcast uh, that is doing fairly well. My, um, um, well. Well, I mean, it's still very early days. We're only like um, seven, eight episodes in. Um, but, but you know, one of my fun facts is that uh, Mark Andreessen is is now listening in, uh, <laughs> which is uh, which is uh, pretty cool. Because there's a lot of interest in, on the AI stuff, and I'm happy to talk about that um, anytime you wish. And for personally, for me, um, I, you know, I think that that was uh, you know my, my previous job with Airbyte was my last job, and I'm looking to start a company. Um, I have uh, and. and I have taken on a small amount of funding um,
0: that's to awesome. to,
2: um, oh, to support congrats. me in in, in this yeah. exploration. Yeah, congratulations! Thank you.
3: We yeah. actually we were going through the list of like Spelt Summit talks, and we just talked about a talk that's going to be talking about AI. Uh,
2: excellent! Yeah, um, you know, as yeah, you might we, guess, I'm I'm supportive of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe we like, maybe we could do a, a talk uh, like an an episode of the podcast where we talk about like how how AI could affect. Svelte developers that could be interesting I don't know or web developers in general it's just exactly, going to be a deb- yeah. downer episode yeah, I guess that, but no, no, this is,
2: it, like, it doesn't matter what framework you use like, it's, it's, you know, yep. it's a more general purpose thing but um, yeah. yeah I think that's, that that'd, could be, be that'd be really cool um, but you know it's, it's pretty funny because like uh, I just came from React Miami um, where I um, had a really good birthday because uh, it's, it's, all, it's all about the same congrats time. happy
0: birthday um,
2: yeah thank you <laughs> well I don't know you know once you're and, like and your, Anthony
3: your, too both of you had birthdays last week oh, right. yeah within a few days we yeah day. um <laughs> okay.
2: you know like once you're like on the wrong side of the 30s um you're like
3: oh don't not, don't even start you know, with me wrong you know. side of the 30s i know
2: yeah, oh. yeah i mean on, i'm on the <laughs> wrong side of the 40s now so. <laughs> yeah
3: exactly I know,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so um all the, two days of React Miami talks, and uh, there was like one kind of AI talk, and it just felt a little bit like disconnected with like what people are like thinking yeah. about. And I, I do, I do think that um, there should be more quality stuff, quality talks, uh, exploring things in in depth. Um, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see um, what happens with. Um, other conferences, but I, I, obviously I don't like. Yes, it can get annoying for some people who want to get on with their regular jobs. So uh, I don't want it to be too much or too intrusive, uh, but I want the option to be there for people if they want to discuss the intersection of, um, let's say, AI and UX. So, like for example, I, I held the first uh, AI UX meetup uh, in San Francisco here last week, and then there will be one in New York um, uh, in two weeks. So. Mm-hmm it's this the, the this crossover from for UI developers into AI is, is happening.
3: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So I guess you get where you you, you kind of move from, from having to actually write the code to, to just like,
1: just no, type I, what well, you want. And <laughs> like,
0: actually, no, 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 let, let's not, let's not save this for, on... for next week. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think because we can go very deep on this probably and talk for a very long time about it, <laughs> which is fine. But, yeah, so so we should probably get through these these last few uh, this last few talks. Sorry. Yeah, so next up we have Svelte at scale, lessons learned from one billion monthly renders. Wow. So this is Jacob uh Stordahl. I'm not sure how, how to pronounce his name. I think that's uh, they they built they've built a JavaScript widget that's used on some of the largest e commerce sites in the world. So that's cool to see Svelte being wow. used in in bigger uh, at bigger scale, even though it's just a widget. Or, or that's probably underselling it, just of a widget. But, you know,
4: you know I mean. What a, wi- I mean. A, widget, a widget is an app, right? Like a widget is an app. It's like a little app. True,
0: true. Runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we, we mentioned earlier Svelte Lab, uh, which was a hackathon submission. And they're also doing a talk at Svelte Summit about this talking so, about
3: how they created it and stuff, right? Which is really exciting, yeah. like this whole web container stuff, especially with Safari just launching yesterday, so.
0: Yeah, so if you go to SvelteLab.dev, you can actually use it today. And it's, now you can also use it with Safari, as we mentioned earlier as well, so that's Alex that's did
3: mention that it does not look great in Safari, so I don't don't oh. know, like, if they have everything worked out yet. But oh, gotcha. Maybe don't use right. it as your main source.
0: All right. Uh, and then, uh, we, we have another. Svelte,
3: sorry. do you hear me?
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we'll that. that's the I, we, we can, we can hear you. So this that's is by, the name of the
3: yeah, next talk, this, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the next talk that's Svelte. Do you hear me? Yeah. This is by, by Eric, who we had on the podcast, uh, a while back he did, he works at Nuclea, which does like AI search.
3: Voice recognition and voice synthesis.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if that's what they're doing there, but this is what the talk is about. So this yes. is his hackathon submission that he's doing a talk about as well. Cool. And yeah, and then we have Dominic, who is going to do a, an update on the inspector. So that's going to be fun. Uh, last year at Svelte Summit, uh, he did a talk showing off the the uh, in uh, in browser Svelte inspector uh, thing that he that they built.
3: Yeah. We had a couple of experimental things with that. We're still working some things out where you can click on the inspector and it'll take you to the code in VS code, which is really nice. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I think it's actually moving out of experimental now. So that's very exciting. Yes. And then we have two more talks. Um, let's talk about the the last one first, like the the Thrill 6 one.
3: Yep. We've heard a lot about Thrill recently like we've, yeah, we've the, had them on to talk about it here and we've seen Svelte Sirens talks on it
0: yeah so this is basically to to do uh, 3D apps in Svelte so I think the the inspiration for this came from what Rich did a while back something called Svelte Cubed yes, which was basically a declarative way of using or building 3D applications so this builds on top of that or rather re- reimagines it in, in a sense I would say. Uh, builds they have on top own. of
3: D three, right?
0: Yes. I think so. I'm I think sure. that's yeah. right too. I think yeah.
3: that's the underlying JavaScript library that is yes. less declarative yeah. code. And then Svelte Cubed was like the first kind of iteration of trying to make it more Svelte. And then they took Rich's idea and ran with it. And now that's kind of the recommended way to work with 3D and Svelte.
0: Yep. Yep. And then last but not least, we have the creator of Svelte. A talk that's always
3: unnamed.
0: Yeah. It never has an Every time. So, the creator of Svelte, if you didn't know, he's called hey, Racharis. Yeah, no. I don't know. Some it's- guy.
3: <laughs> just TBD and then secret for the
4: description. <laughs> yeah, but what what this means in Rich Harris' world is that he'll write it literally an hour before the, the presentation. Yes, it it'll be really it'll does. be like an amazing presentation, and it'll look good and everything else. And uh yeah, he'll spend nearly no time on it. just Every
0: time.
3: Oh, so yeah. we can't hope for a Svelte Four announcement.
0: I
4: mean, he might even knock out Svelte Four at
0: the start of the day. Who knows? But <laughs> on, on on Svelte Four. Uh, Simon is joining me next week for the uh, uh, monthly devlog thing, and he's going to talk about Svelte Four and also maybe something called uh, an image component.
3: Oh, we're finally getting an image component!
0: I think we are.
3: Oh my gosh! Okay, tuning. Luckily,
0: this episode is going out after, so I didn't spoil anything for anyone.
3: (laughs) 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 You plan that perfectly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, those those are the those are the talks. Some very interesting ones. Um I look forward to, to the Superforms one because I'm I'm a superforms fan. Uh I, I really like the the library.
3: I'm a fan of so many of these. I'm really excited to see some of them and we're going to be announcing the winners of the hackathon. We've got a lot of talks for hackathon submissions and we'll be announcing who's winning the money.
0: Yeah, the monies. The, the, the big bucks, the, the dollar bags, the twelve dollars. <laughs> right, <laughs> the, the twelve dollars,
3: right. <laughs> $12, twelve. comma. Oh yeah, ways. twelve. <laughs> the period instead of the comma. Why? Yeah.
4: So yeah, 12, I, 12 Period, rather.
0: Yeah, that was my fault for tweeting the wrong <laughs> thing. But yeah, it's twelve thousand, not twelve dollars. Like for like is, is, is that
3: about. the euro way to? Do a no, dec-
0: I I, I like think a I was just separation.
3: tired. Oh, okay. No, I well, thought it was been like been literally a.
4: Yeah, is it's it? the euro way is dot? Yeah, dot is the is the number separator.
3: What do you do for a decimal?
4: The like power, the six. I think.
3: <laughs> what?
4: From what I've seen, no, I've yeah, seen power, right. I is this is right. going to so, be another metric. Yeah. that's
3: Right. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Conversation.
4: Well, you know, you know, it really. I, I really wouldn't know an answer to this one. I have an opinion. I might. Obviously, I read the dot or the period, whatever, as as you know, the more logical way. But that's because I'm used to it. I don't necessarily think one beats the other. We, we, we maybe should decide on one, but I don't know.
3: I just want a standardization, right? Like, even if we go metric, like, I just want a standard for everything in my life. Just tell me what we're gonna do, and I will do that. <laughs> I just don't need it to be different.
4: Under school, under Snake school. <laughs> under school yeah,
3: it's an eight case. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: So I think uh, let's let's link the the obligatory XKCD uh, comic of inventing new uh, standards. <laughs> you you must have seen this, right?
3: No. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. I, I may have after.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it's basically uh, there are fourteen competing standards. Fourteen ridiculous we need to develop one universal standard that covers everyone's use case yeah situation there are 15 competing standards so we just had another one maybe um, i should become like a like a voice actor yeah, yeah that was good <laughs> Liked it. Enjoyed That's it. Great. you could see it in your head could i maybe do like like a daily hacker news thing where i do it with like acting like Just read the through Hacker News, hacker like news the top threads.
3: 10 every day. Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
0: Cause there's always some spicy series. stuff in these threads. So yes, yeah, go for it. would be fun.
3: I think that would be fun to post <laughs> on YouTube and you would get lots of views.
0: Yeah, probably. Make it
3: short <laughs> and then make it short inception. So you do oh, like the
0: videos in the video. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we should probably mention as well, uh, go check out the YouTube channel we're posting a lot of short clips and YouTube shorts from the longer This Week's and Svelts. Um, there are new there's a new This Week and Svelte out as well, uh, for people to check out.
3: Every single yeah. week? Yeah,
0: yeah those week. have been really good. I've been checking mm-hmm. out some of those.
2: Um, and it's actually helpful for me to keep up.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's nice to have these like shorter like either five minutes or four minutes and then 30 seconds or 50 seconds for a short. It makes sense to, because like, it's, it's a big commitment to watch like a 40 minute thing or an hour, that's I a long time.
3: how Enrico does that with a full-time job. Like that has to take so much prep and he does such a good job of like recreating a lot of the issues and like going through them in repls and showing them off. It's, he's doing an amazing job.
0: Yeah. It's su- super nice. Um, it's very, very nice. And it's, it's also very interesting stuff, like, and stuff that isn't just for Svelte developers, like last week, he did, like skip links, for example. So he showed us how to, so for those that don't know, skip links are basically a way of using the keyboard to skip to the main content, basically. Uh, And so he shows us how to implement that. And, uh,
3: I think that's, that's important for all web developers to know. Yeah. One of his big focuses is accessibility and making sure things are accessible. So like everything that he's done, like there was a button component a couple weeks ago and just making sure that you're covering all of your bases for accessibility, which I think is really cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Do we, do we have any other, any other topics?
3: I forgot about our section that's coming up. Our
0: section. Oh, the unpopular opinions. (laughs) Yeah. The bits. unpopular opinions. I I kind I kind of forgot about them as well. So you're not alone. Anyone Anyone have one?
4: I have an unpopular opinion. Of course you do. <laughs> that is that is the the GitHub SDK is is terrible. So it uses async iterators for pagination, and I've not really encountered one in JavaScript before. I, I never really got into the whole yield thing. That kind of died up before I got into it. But they are borderline impossible to use and. Everywhere you look at, especially like if you copy their documentation and paste it into your code, one felt wouldn't accept it at all. Like it wouldn't even compile. But the second thing is, when I looked up why it wouldn't compile or try to understand the code they'd given me, it's uh, the the stack of a post. First thing said, this is a terrible way to do thing to, to do things. It will throw uh, unhandled exceptions, and um, you know your application will just crash randomly. So. I can't figure out why they're doing it the way they're doing it they' basically they basically fall a weight with an async iterator and it's just it it reads badly it, it's not just dis- decipherable to somebody sane as far as I'm concerned um and I even pasted it to chat g p t and asked it you know what what is this crap? Can you rewrite it for me and it made an even bigger mess using a massive wild loop and loads of temporary variables so yeah, it's rubbish uh so what I ended up doing is just calling the doing my own pagination right skipping their rubbish and just doing my own, sticking it in an array. I don't know why they'd choose to use that, you know, this, I, w- I would say at this point, esoteric or obtuse JavaScript that no
0: one in their right mind would ever use.
4: So yeah, that was fun. That waited hours.
0: <laughs> that, sound, that does not sound like fun.
4: It, it's not, it's not.
0: No, okay. <laughs> oh. um, I
2: have, I have one very small one, but it's, it is unpopular. Um, yeah, so go for it. The Edge browser is actually good. <laughs> mm. oh, are are you gonna don't... shill Bing now? I know. <laughs> so I, I, I think I use it like I've gone from you know making fun of Bing uh, to now I think I, I use it once a day. We
3: have wow. we were talking about browsers earlier and saying how a lot of Svelte devs use Firefox. I used to use Firefox as my daily browser on Windows, and now I have switched to Edge because of the horizontal tabs the tabs down the side instead yeah. of across the top. It is life-changing. I love it. <laughs> I do. I like Edge, and it is not bad. It's running on Chromium, too, so you're not really missing out on anything.
2: Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think they do some kind of preloading because I noticed that whenever I click on links and stuff, it's just faster. It's extremely fast. Uh, and I don't know if they cheat, basically. I think they cheat. But whatever, right? The, the user experience is, is really good. Um, so Maybe I should try it. Yeah, um, and and I also am an Arc user, um, and uh, you know my my Arc report is that I now use it less, um, and I'm still on Chrome. I'm I'm talking on this remotely session with Chrome, mm-hmm. and I think it's yep. a force of habit. But also, Arc is a little bit slower, therefore, like you feel the friction every time you open and close a window.
0: Yeah, I, I I used Arc for a while as well, but then I I switched to to one called Orion, which is like a WebKit based one. It's very uncommon to use, probably. Because OK, you, you, you win. You, you, you're, you're the most unpopular browser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: hang on, hang on. That, no, I can't I can't have that. I, I'm going I'm to claim to use Epiphany, which is uh, definitely the, the rarest. It's basically Safari. Uh, it's, it's the WebKit engine on Linux, right? So it's oh, basically why? acts like Safari. Uh, why? Because I want to test what's you near know, things that like in Safari and it's the only way to do it on Linux. But, okay, um, so to you're well, torturing yourself to
3: intentionally. Okay. While he's well he's using no, Linux. I don't
4: I don't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't really use it, but you know, I have been known to use it a couple of times for testing things. It's quite fast. Interesting. I mean if I wanted to torture myself, I'd use Mac OS X because it's terrible. Really
3: is <laughs> That's what I was going to say about Arc. The reason that I don't use Arc more is that it's Mac OS only. So I only have that on my work computer, which they, for some reason, only want us to use Chrome. So I was running into issues with using Arc and Firefox and other things with our app. So I have some things locked down, apparently.
0: Oh. Um, so if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, we all use different browsers? I, yeah, I think, I so. think so. Wow. Yeah. That's Probably, cool. yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of uncommon, right? That must be very uncommon. I yeah. use it lots of different, different
3: browsers, so... There's
4: realistically any really, really two engines there, or three engines, right? There's, there's, there's the Firefox yeah. engine, there's, there's Safari, there's um, um,
2: Chromium, yeah, Spider Monkey. It's
3: my favorite yeah. game yeah, but, ever.
2: You know, the, the UX is also a little bit different. Um, sure. And I, yeah. I should also plug, um, if you're an active web developer and you're always doing things like, oh, I did the desktop first and then I need to check the mobile and then, oh, I broke something in mobile, but I need to go back to desktop. You need a dev browser. You don't, you you should not be doing Dev in a normal browser. You should have a browser like a Polypane. Yeah. Or um, what's we just the other plugged one?
3: that earlier. Uh, response okay. responsively or responsely. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You responsively need those things app. running simultaneously, and then you need to sync the scrolls, and you need to be able to to do things like oh, simulate dark mode, um, mm-hmm. all in mm-hmm. one yeah. screen. And then you need to buy a big ass monitor to, <laughs> to show the whole thing, yeah. but at least you're not reloading and switching back and forth. Uh, that is so old school.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You could probably save a lot of time doing doing that. Yeah. All right. Brittany.
3: I agree. Yeah. So I don't know if my opinion is unpopular or even like coherent at this point, but I've been on blue sky since yesterday. so. I do think that there's more genuine conversation there and Twitter is just like spam and ads and self-promotion, which I can do away with. Twitter is like just dying. It feels like every day there's something else broken with it. But I don't think that Blue Sky is the next Twitter or really better than Twitter. And I think that it may push more people to Mastodon because it's not as open and easy to access your content which is what people are really going for with that decentralized web so i i just don't know if it's really what people there's a lot of hope mm. there but i don't think it's gonna last
0: yeah i'm, I'm skeptical as well i posted like my, my first post on blue sky was calling it this is not going to be the next twitter or something <laughs> along those lines
1: <laughs> nice. very debbie downer but
0: <laughs> yeah. i don't know i i'm i'm I, I wish something else would take over from Twitter but I, I think the network effect is just like way way too big.
3: That's the yeah. thing and that's what I wanted. I didn't even ask for an invite because I'm like I don't really care and then somebody you offered me one and I was like okay, I'll I'll just check it out and see what it is cuz everybody else is doing it. it's FOMO but yeah. um I just I want to know where everyone's going to be and where I can see the content because that developer community is why I like Twitter. So I just want yeah. that community. I don't care where it's at.
4: They're all going to yeah. be on blue sky. So,
0: <laughs> so Sean, you had you had a really fun idea for for the for for the handles using the Svelte Society domain. Oh yeah, I really you think like you can that. It? Yeah, I was actually looking at at it today. Um so there's an API for the Cloudfront uh Cloudflare um DNS stuff. So you so Ooh. you could Yeah, and it's, it's probably not gonna be that hard to do it either. Um but I I'm I think I you would still kind of want to approve it somehow. Like would you would I would you want anyone to be able to just like so so this would be like for having your own uh handle using the Svelte Society domain. Uh, so you would have like kevin.sveltesociety.dev for example, at Blue Sky, like on the app. I'm not sure like w- would we want anyone to be able to register anything? Like we would get like things things like Stalin or Hitler or <laughs> <laughs> I think like, that's so a filter. cool like
3: club thing though like Svelte Society having actual members and like get the members yeah. get
2: <laughs> access to that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well so uh you know, uh, the the this is this idea was inspired by js.org, uh, which works off of a GitHub repo, and uh, people PR their submissions in, and then all you have to do is click approve or deny, and that's it.
3: That's very yeah, interesting.
0: That's, that seems like a pretty simple setup. Maybe that 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 might make more sense to do. I'll I'll take a look at that as well. Um, yeah, I, and
2: and actually, uh, I'm not so sure about the blue sky thing. Uh, to be honest, like like you just got done saying, like, you know, I I also am a little bit skeptical about how long it's gonna stick around. Um, but I was more interested in like, hey, people can host their personal
0: sites on a self-society domain, and that could be cool. Yeah, that could be fun. Like the like a like a throwback to GeoCities. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe yeah. we have. And mandated. I know that definitely can be done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or fun. or it could
2: be like, hey, if you have a Svelte project, uh, host your docs on like this domain, and you
0: will be very clear as a Svelte project.
3: Why is it on a subdomain, staging.bluesky.app? That bothers me.
0: <laughs> well, probably <laughs> because it's not done yet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it
3: just bothers me.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating, but yeah, okay. Um, I don't have a I don't have an unpopular opinion. Well, I probably have many, but not one that i can come up with off the top of my head picks anyone have one
3: yeah i uh i picked this on the other podcast but it's good enough to pick again because the diplomat was like the best show i have seen it's from the writer that wrote homeland and west wing and it was just we watched it in like two days the whole series and there was a cliffhanger and they're not making another se- season until possibly next year. So I now have to wait a really long time and I'm very sad, but it was really good.
0: I was a bit worried you were going to say they, they've canceled the show. With I ha- it
3: actually <laughs> hasn't been picked up yet, which is a little worrying too, but I mm-hmm. I can't see why they wouldn't. It's number one on Netflix right now.
0: Netflix has canceled popular shows before, they, so
3: they totally have. They have. But they're Trust. losing a lot of money, so they need to figure that out.
0: Yeah. If they only rewrote everything in Rust.
4: <laughs> yeah, salt. that would have definitely helped.
3: That's <laughs> all. <salt. laughs>
0: all right, Sean, Anthony, do you do you guys have one?
4: I I do have a pick. Uh, so my pick is it's also a show, a Succession. Um, but it's it's on Now TV, so I guess that means it's on HBO or something. I'm not I'm not exactly sure how it works, but um, it's not Max. yeah, it's it's what
3: HBO is so confusing to me because they have Max, which is a streaming oh. service.
0: I think they're dropping that. I don't, I don't. know.
3: And they're dropping one, and I don't know what their actual streaming service is called. Is Now the name of it?
4: No, because Now is now, now, s- now
0: Sky streaming service in the oh, UK. Oh, it's Max now. Interesting. Why don't so, they well, just call it HBO?
3: Why? Yeah, why are we doing this to ourselves? Yeah, they
0: have a really good it, like brand there.
4: Is it Comcast? Or, I think Comcast bought Sky and then therefore they're merging the services together. And I feel like Max does ring a bell. But I don't, I don't know. Who knows what they're doing? No idea. But it's called, it's called now in the UK, so whatever the equivalent is in the, in the US. Yeah, and um,
2: Succession is, is great. Definitely
0: my kind of show. Yeah, I, I agree. It's very good.
2: You've seen it. I have to watch. I, I watched two episodes, and I was like, I don't care about these ah. rich white people who are extremely spoiled. Um, <laughs> no,
4: but this, this is it. If, if you're actively against them, if you're actively against them,
2: you, you'll enjoy like, it. If I want to they... watch rich white people who are extremely spoiled, I watch Gossip <laughs> Girl because at least they are attractive. Rich white people. Oh my god. These, these are not attractive rich white people. So why, why am I doing this? No, it's true. <laughs>
3: um, when i search succession streaming i get hbo max so i don't know it might just be different per country
0: yeah because in today's age of course we want to split up regions and do all this stuff because that makes sense today yeah
2: um, All right. Okay. Well, um, my my quick pick is uh, I, this is I feel really terrible making this pick. This is a this is a waste of time. Okay, I will preface this. But uh, I've been playing Marvel Snap recently because my normie friends have been saying, "Hey, try Marvel Snap. It's really fun." And I and I looked at it. I was like, "This is the worst. This is like this is cancer. This is uh, uh, you know, play to." Um, it's like wet, technically yeah. free to play, but then, like it just shoves like loot boxes in front of you. But still, it's kind of fun to like play a card game type of thing um, because I never got into. Hearthstone, which I think is like yeah, the popular um,
3: World, of Warcraft. Yeah,
2: World of Warcraft card thing, and I'm like, "Oh, it's so boring!" Like, you know, games now have like 3D graphics and all that, and you you, you know, you, they're playing with cards. But yeah. I think there's a lot of like math um, that like that's just enough, and it, it is just short enough that, hey, if you're waiting for an Uber and it's like four minutes away, you can you can play a good game, you know, and and so uh, it's it's fun to 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 play it for a little bit. But I'm definitely on that grind. I, I was like. You know, I was making fun of the game, and now I'm like a hundred levels in, and
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez!
2: <laughs> but I, I do, th- I do like, um, you know. So I, okay, here's my justification for why I should do it. These people have perfected consumer behavior. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, like oh, here's how you like learn the game and here's how we progressively incentivize you to spend more and more time on the game by giving you a little bit of reward every few actions. And then here's an un- unveiling of a new character that you really like. Uh, so like my favorite Marvel character would be S- Spider-Man. Uh, and of course, you have to work extremely hard to get Spider-Man. Of course. Yeah. So of
3: course you do, yeah. So the more popular characters, you have to work harder to get. I have a game that I do that's really stupid also, but it's just like a time waster, like when you just, want to waste like five minutes or whatever mine is merge Mansion it's It's
2: just Burnt Mansion yeah
3: you just merge things together (laughs) it's really (laughs) stupid it makes no sense
2: like I I do think that like you know a lot of us work on like you know quote unquote serious more serious things but we can always learn lessons from uh, people who's they, their only job is to entertain you, and and for you to, to keep coming back. And um, I think you know if you can kind of redirect some of that energy towards something good, um, I think that would be beneficial for the world. Which is what I think Duolingo kind of does. Yeah. Even though you know Duolingo it's has some issues. Uh, trying. And I, and I have said that it does. It should not exist. But uh, I know I know you're a daily active user.
3: Uh yeah. That's another thing. I do one thing, though. I do one lesson, and then I'm done with it. And I don't even know that I'm I'm learning some. I'm better at speaking Spanish than I was last year when I started. But it doesn't help with the conversation. For foreign languages, you really need to speak it, and you need to speak it with native speakers to really understand it, and you just can't get that out of an app. It'll come. You think?
2: You can synthesize actual – this. How hard is it to translate ChatGPT into a, you know, into different languages? It's not hard at all.
3: Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point, I guess.
0: So what is, what is actually going to happen there with languages? Are they just going to disappear? Is there just going to be one language at some point? Yeah. Everyone will speak (laughs) Svelte. Ah, nice, nice. (laughs) That That I can stand behind. (laughs) All right. uh, I have a pick. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, recently there was a library called PartyKit that was open sourced, which is a library that lets you build collaborative experiences in your in your web apps. I guess. Where
3: did I just see this at? I, there's a talk probably Somebody's...
0: probably React Miami or Reactathon. I what don't know. Are, what it. Are, what, is, yes, it? Rick, what is it with what is it with all these React conferences? it It's a holdover from last decade
2: mm.
0: <laughs> all right um yeah that's that's it. That's basically it you build collaborative stuff
3: it's it's gonna confuse me with party town party town and party kit too many party things,
0: yeah, this is a real party because there are multiple people here <laughs> that's how you remember it okay.
3: <laughs> open source platform for collaborative applications interesting
0: yeah and i think that's that's it all right cool everyone uh thanks for listening and uh yeah we'll see you guys okay. next week
3: see you at svelte summit on at saturday Summit, on, summit.
0: On, on saturday yes that's it that's it <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> bye later bye hey it's Kevir. if you like the show please drop a review on your favorite podcast player it would help out a lot Thanks.